What's up? What is good, brother? Can you hear me? Yeah, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah. Perfect. Awesome, man. How how are you? I'm doing great, dude. I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked. This is one. This is my first time using Anchor Radio, so. Oh, dude, Anchor is legit. I've been, dude. I've been so I've I've been I'm new to the whole podcasting world. Yeah. And I've been having the worst time, especially with guests, because uh, most people I want to interview aren't from around here. So. Yeah. Uh, Anchor has made things wicked easy, but then it automatically shoots it to um, iTunes and Spotify. Oh, just like that? Yeah. Yeah, for free. Like, I don't have to, like, apply. Anchor does all that work for me. It's crazy. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know. Um, the first time I heard of Anchor is from uh, Jordan. I yeah, 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 yeah. I heard, uh, I, I heard Gary V talking about it on the video once, and then, uh, and then Jordan started his. And I started picking his brain about it. And then Anchor made a, a, a couple really good updates. So it made it so much yeah. easier. Because otherwise, it made you record in five-minute segments only. Oh, So, e- so every okay. five minutes, you had to, like, make a new segment to one podcast. So now it just lets you go, and then you can just publish the episode. So it's, it's fucking kick-ass. <laughs> That's awesome, so, man. Dude, it's good, it's good to uh, finally talk to you one-on-one. I know, dude. Yeah, we, we should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> it's all good it's all good so yeah dude um am i i know this i know this might sound stupid am i pronouncing your name right al j yeah Perfect. you are totally so yeah uh, to make this a little bit more fun for whoever ends up listening to this uh and i'd like to know too what's kind of your story and your background because i know you own san jose barbell um and actually which is crazy because i thought about opening up a gym of my own so uh i would love to hear some more about that Okay. So, I mean, my background is, yes, I've, I've opened up a gym here in San Jose. Uh, it's been, it's been going on for five years before that though. uh, All I was doing was training by myself, not even personal training other people. Uh, but I just stumbled upon this passion while working, working in a corporate like uh, tech environment here in Silicon Valley. So that's one thing led to another. It, it, it wouldn't have happened though. Without me meeting my partner, my business partner, which is Rambier. Yeah, I've seen him. You know, yeah. So we got to talking. Like, it's so funny. Uh, The first time I saw Rambier was, and I say this story all the time to all all my students, all the people coming in. I uh, the first time I saw Rambier was in 2010, and my impression of him was this this totally ripped Indian dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like so jacked man he he always worked out with his shirt off he was uh I, he was playing like he was playing basketball uh college basketball and he was like in good shape um and i looked up to him and i was like man i i didn't know him at that time i was you know you, you know when you go to a gym and you see other people and you're like man i, I wish i could get yeah, that yeah, ripped, yeah. right so for me when i went in i thought i thought of like man i can't wait until like i'm 30 or like I'm like that guy's age like 30 years old uh jacked because he had a beard and he was he was looking all all like uh I don't know like like scruffy (laughs) and and then (laughs) I tell this and and everyone goes like man it's like you had a crush on him like yeah dude I had a little man crush on him for sure and and then I and then I finally got up to got up the nerve to say hi to him and I and then I find out that Dude, this this guy's a kid. He's younger no than shit. me. And I'm like, what? No shit. 
It's that beard, dude. I wish I wish I had that beard. It's a beard envy yeah. for sure. Beards beards <laughs> are anabolic. They're they're you instantly get better strength gains and get shredded off beards. Hence why I can't grow one worth shit. Oh man, if if only I could if I could grow one too. Me too. How old are you, dude? The- I am thirty. Oh, dude, you I'm look dude, like you look in your like your videos and your profiles and shit. You look like a solid twenty three. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Thank you. I I try. I've it took a while to uh, to pass the high school looking stage. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The high. Dude, I'm yeah. with you. But now I'm. I'm- <laughs> so I'm 26, um, and okay. uh, I'm a whopping five six, and have I kind of rock a wannabe scruffiness because I can't, I don't look good with a bald face, but I can't grow a beard worth shit. So, uh, <laughs> but when I like get a haircut and am fresh shaven, bro, I could get into a high school. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is the same yeah. here, dude. You're a, I, I was uh, last night I was looking on some of your YouTube. I didn't realize you. Uh, you were vlogging and had a, a YouTube channel. Anyone listening should go check it out. But um, you're a strong motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, I I try, man. I try. I'm trying to stay ahead of the game with all you youngins like, out there. You're you're working towards your a world record deadlift, right? Yeah. What are you at yeah. right now? Are you in the, you're in you're in the sixes, I, aren't you? Yeah, I'm at 600, and I weigh about uh 165. You pounds. only weigh 160. You look, yeah, you're I, a stocky I, fucking 160. I, I would have put you at 190 every day of the week. Wow. Wow. It's funny that, thank you. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I used to be 100, like 180 pounds. One time in my life, I was 180 pounds. And now I'm like, once, like I walk around 165 easy. I actually have to fight to keep that weight because my weight wants to go down to like 150, 158. No shit. So I have to food yeah how tall are you um i i am five seven oh, wow five seven yeah and then um so when i was 180 i 165 i i feel bigger than i was at 180 it's crazy how that works i bet dude because those those 600s don't look too hard either like that that's awesome hey i've been coached by jordan he, he says to make things look easy yeah so there you go. I uh, I work with Jordan, not on the fitness side. I do all business shit with him. Actually, what's interesting, I don't know if you saw it on my story. I actually just uh, last weekend had dinner with him. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, oh, man. He's having, he, he's uh, he's making the rounds for sure. Yeah. I think I think before you, the weekend before, he, or a couple of weekends before, he had a uh, dinner with uh, Susan. Oh, really? Susan Niebergel. That's awesome. Yeah. No, he um, he hit me yeah, up because uh, uh, so I'm from in uh, Indiana. Uh, I live in a town south yeah. of Indianapolis. Uh, most everybody know where Indianapolis is yeah. at. But um, he called me at like <laughs> three that afternoon, and he's like, "Hey, dude, how far are you from Indy?" And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know, like forty minutes." And he's like, "You want to get dinner tonight?" <laughs> so, so we went and <laughs> it had some Jordan, fat boy that's, pizza. That's how Jordan is. Yeah, that's how Jordan is. It's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. What did you guys What's eat? That? Uh, what did you guys is, eat? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever been to, uh, there's a, we went and had this pizza joint called Giorgiano's. It's real Chicago style pizza, that deep, you know, 10 pound pizza. Okay. Nice. I've never had that. that That's awesome. So good. Yeah, it, dude, it's been a minute since I've been to San Jose. I was in San Jose uh, probably about six years ago with a buddy on vacation. It's gorgeous. That's awesome. There. What did you say? What's that? What did you see? We uh, we went a little bit everywhere because I was. This was while I was 
probably shoot it's probably more than six years ago i was still in uh i was like right it was still in high school or i was just getting out um and i'd never traveled anywhere so they uh flew me out with them to san jose because my buddy's dad lived there and we just farted around and drove everywhere so <laughs> but i want to cool, i want to get out there again uh i want to take my wife out to to there and, and visit like the diego and san jose because she's never been out there before make it happen let's let's uh let's make it happen For and sure. then, uh come over here well, you can stay at rambier's castle we call it the castle the man. castle we call it the yeah rambier's castle over here in san jose that's trust me when when you see when you see it you'll you'll know that it's the castle is it his crib <laughs> yeah it is it totally that's is it, dude so tell me yeah. about how it is uh, with the whole owning a gym thing. Um, owning a gym. Okay. I think it starts with, uh, we can start with like at first opening up a small business, right? Any small business. You go into it, you think about it and you go like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to open this thing. It's a great idea. This is an awesome idea. Uh, we're going to make so much money. People are just going to come. So we do that going in, we open our doors, get everything set, everything's perfect, and then no one comes. That's shitty. <laughs> hey, that's that was our that's our that was the first thing that happened and, and then we realized, you know, the more we learn, the more we uh the fitness industry is a great biz uh great industry to open up a business because I feel like everyone that's around you wants to just help you. And that was some. That was the feeling that uh, that we got when we opened up. It was it was amazing. It was a blessing too. So we got to meet a lot of people. We got we got to meet pretty much all the gym owners that are around us. They helped uh, guide us. Um, we started getting business coaches. Jordan Jordan also uh, coaches us on the business side too. So it's just great. Uh, but the first impression when you open up a gym, it's just. Dude, it's, it's just like with anything. It's hard work. It definitely is hard work. It gets easier as time goes by. Five years in, it's things have gotten easier, but you still got to work oh, your ass sure. off. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, but it's fun, man, because you make your own community. We have our own, you know, we have our own family going on here in San Jose Barbell. We have our our culture going on. Um, it's all it's all based and centered around having your lift perfect. Uh, we we do teach the training for warrior program. You know the the program. I don't know if you've heard about it from Martin Rooney. Martin Rooney is a great guy. He's the one that founded uh, Training for Warriors. And when we when Rambier got to meet, it was it was a uh, it was an automatic decision that we got to do this That's program. Awesome. And and it it revolves around three things: you you burn fat, you feel good, you build muscle. That's it. That's badass. That's the man. Yeah. Let me ask you this, uh, especially be able to provide some, maybe some uh, good amount of value for whoever's listening, even for people who aren't gym owners. Um, when, how's the time issue? Cause you still, cause you, you know, you don't want to be a gym owner being a fat piece of shit who can't pick up a barbell. So how do you manage running a completely successful gym in San Jose and still manage to get your shit done for your own physique and your own fitness goals? Cool. That's a, that's a wonderful question. You know, I've had so we we go through mentors, right? We go, we hire business coaches. I there's business coaches that go like, man, different spectrums. People are different, right? Different coaches. One goes, 
if you're going to focus on the business side, there's no way you can be, keep working out. There's no way. And, and then we were like, God, no, that's, that's a horrible business coach. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we, we found, <laughs> we found other that worked that worked well with us. Um, Jordan's one of them. And if you want to be successful in the industry, in the field that you're at, well, you got to leave the front. I think that's the best way to lead, right? That's why um, we create those infographics. We share the information that yep. resonates with us on all social media. Uh, we want to distribute the information that applies to our culture here at San Jose Barbo. And then we don't, we not only share it, but we live it. Like I said, we, we, we revolve around those three things, the burn fat, build muscle, feel good. So we never do a workout that kills us. We always leave a workout mm -hmm. feeling good. And our workouts are, are all, they're not, they're not randomized, right? It's not just like, oh yeah, we're just going to do like a hundred burpees today. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then, then, and then that's it. You know, it's like there's a there's a reason for everything that we do. And that's what we love about our culture. Um, so with that, since that's our product, you know, it's a business. The gym is a business and that's our product that we sell. We also live uh, we lead from the front. Right. We we're a we're a product of our own. We're, we're a product of our, our own yep. product, pretty much what we sell. So that's the easiest way for us to sell. Um, and we just show people. I, I think we're more of like. Hey, this is this is what you got to do. I know exactly what you're going through, so I feel you. And this is how we're gonna. This is what we're gonna do about it. So how you fit it in, we make it fit because it's important to us and our business. It's got. It's just gotta happen. For sure. Right? For sure. I love that. So what do you, what what are your what are your thoughts on when? Because uh, one of the biggest excuses I hear on the daily is, "Hey, bro, I don't I don't have time to work out." But like I I know I I know I. My health is shit. I'm fat. I'm, I'm weak. My wife doesn't think I'm sexy anymore. I just don't have time to work out. What do you think? So that's, you know, I, we ask those people first and foremost, we always address their goal. Like, wh why do you want to work out? It's not going to be important to them and make it a, a priority to, to them if they don't know what their goal is, right? right? If I'm just going to work out just to work out, nine out of ten times if i have if i see something on the tv or on netflix and like oh that looks interesting my workout goes to yeah. crap right like it's it's not gonna happen if something else interests me that's more than a workout then i'm mm -hmm. gonna do that uh, so that's what you gotta address first you gotta cut out the bullshit yep. right you gotta cut out the, if, if your wife or your husband doesn't like you because you're you're a little a little a little <laughs> fluffy and you want to change that guess what that means you have to make the fact that you want to look better for your husband or your wife a, a priority yeah. right so that's why you're gonna make time now people go like ah oh, but okay so i so then the next step is we address the goal and it is it is a genuine goal and they really want to work out and they and then now people make it too complicated or complex people go like oh man i have to i have to have an hour of working out I have to warm up properly. I need to do these movements that I need a coach for. And it's, you know what? People make things in their minds too complicated. They got to just like simplify. And the, the easiest way to do that, especially if you're a very busy person, um, I always say everyone's got 10 minutes to spare out of the day, even five minutes, yep. right? And so in five minutes, you can do a great workout. 
and it's better yep. than nothing. And then the worst case scenario is like if people don't like if just if you're just so so busy and you can't do anything at all, man, just walk yep. more. Walk more. That's it. That's all you gotta do. So it's just people think like, oh man, I gotta go from A to Z. They forget that they need to do A to B to C to D to E. They gotta knock down those baby steps first before you can yep. start running. Well, right? and one thing I always tell people because I have a tendency to anymore, dude. My my filter's gone, um, and I'm pretty anymore blunt with most people. Like um, potentially rude, some would argue. <laughs> But uh, I've always, I, one thing, I, mentors of mine have always told me, and I tell to my clients uh, or anybody that matter is when people say they don't have time, like you could literally have all the time in the world. But if the words, I don't have time and you make that decision come out of your mouth, there's no helping you. There's not a fucking thing in the world there's n- that, that can happen where you will find time if you are convinced you don't, because I'm a big believer that we get what you know, if, if, if you look, if you're looking for not to find time, oh, I don't have time. I can't do this. I'm too busy. You find it every day of the week. But I know some of the busiest people. I train a lot of business owners. You're a business owner. Um, shoot, Jordan trains fucking Gary Vaynerchuk that travels that much. Like, and they, if, 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 yeah, if, if you look for it, you'll find it. And most people who tell me they don't have time, I say, give me your schedule and let me find it. They don't let me. I've yet to have anybody take me up on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's no that's great i like that i i haven't gotten to the point where i have to tell them to hey give me your schedule uh, and then i had to look at their schedule what they actually do is you know, i tell them to log in what they do every day it's just like logging yep, audit in your food, time man and exactly and then the the thing that i say all the time rambier and i say this too and if you don't have 20 minutes to spare at all in your day to work out you have you you have to be a millionaire like you, there's there's no excuse unless you're a millionaire well then and you have what's time. interesting and i actually use this when i talk to um really successful business people is your sales yeah. are a reflection of your fitness level i was talking to a, a real estate agent here in my local town that was talking about coaching and want me to start working with some of her people is she's like i know the fact that he hates the way he looks and feels translates into sales when he's trying to close a, a, a potential buyer you know it's in mo- almost every every most successful business owners that i know their their day starts off with working out and eating right because they know if they don't put themselves first then the rest of the day goes to shit oh yeah oh totally man totally like that's funny that you bring that up because like i've been the the past few the past few weeks recently i've been focusing on just doing things that make me uncomfortable and that's this is one of the things like being on a podcast (laughs) but you know putting yourself out there i always i always uh think like oh man i don't know i don't know what people are gonna say i'm afraid that it's gonna be it's gonna be crappy and all this negative talk right then then you realize you just get into your Mm -hmm. own head and then i realize that i gotta cut that because i tell i tell my own clients like you can't do that you got to get out of your head the only thing really stopping you from success in anything that you do is yourself because if you can't believe in yourself who else is going to believe in you right yeah so that's that's the same thing with this like if you're if you're a salesman you're trying to sell anything and you don't look good and you don't invest in time for you to look good how are you going to sell 100 percent 
That's, that's exactly. Yep. Now, exactly. do you find it hard to work out at your own gym? Uh, I know uh, at least uh, a lot of because I, I know uh, several business or gym owners. And a lot of them say they can't work. I know like around here, at least a lot of gym owners don't work out at their own gym because they get so caught up and they'll like start their workout, but then someone needs help with the front desk or something's broken or the toilet needs unclogged or they'll find themselves like starting their workout. But then people are like members of the gym or students or whatever are grabbing them like, oh, hey, you know, the treadmill number one is is kind of feel a little bit loose or this is broken or hey, can you do this? And they get caught up. In their work, in, in the middle of their workout, they get caught up doing business shit. That <laughs> Simple answer: Hell <laughs> yes, hell yes, dude. Well, first and foremost, if you know any business owner, the business that they open, I'm hoping that that's their passion. You know, that's like something that they love to do. So, whenever I'm in here, I can't. It's like it's, it's unavoidable. I'm going to I'm going to be doing things that I know that, oh, man, if if we're in um, open hours, operating hours, business hours, I'm going to be doing work while I'm working out. That's a that's a given. So my one hour or 90 minute, my 90 minute workout turns into three hours, Damn, four dude. hours. Yeah, but but that's because I'm in between sets. Yeah. I'm doing things that's that's happened. And on and then on another note. The level that I have to lift weights is, is a little bit heavier, a little bit heavier than, than the average right. person because of what I want to achieve. But then again, you have to make it work. So I've, you know, in the past five years, having a business, owning a business, you have to learn to be selfish with your time. You have to, you have to learn to be selfish with your time. And it's, it's going to happen. Otherwise, you're not going to get things yeah. done it, and make appointments, right? 100%. That's kind of where uh, where I'm at. One, so I um, I have trouble with that one myself in the balance world because I'm like because my my huge focus is build 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 um, in the business side because I'm yeah. building my my brand and specifically the on I'm I for for years I've I, my stuff has been mostly in person coaching, one on one personal training. It's been really successful. I don't have any other job. Uh, my wife does my my wife just got a job because she wanted to go back to work, not because she had to. So like. Everything yeah. in the Hamilton trained world has been going great, but now I'm wanting to get into the <laughs> online space because I can help more people make more money and completely scale yeah. my business to a worldwide level. And I've, and I'm in the middle yeah. of that, which is, it's going great, but I find myself wanting to put that before everything. I find myself like, first thing I do when I wake up is hop on Instagram and start posting and comment and replying to DMS when I should probably take time to, uh, do my own shit first, like eat breakfast, <laughs> Uh, get my own workout in Dude, or like I'll, I'll I feel you. yeah yeah I feel you on that I'll, and I'll, t I'll say this you're doing all those things like you know posting on Instagram and commenting uh replying to the comments because you're having oh yeah fun, I love bro. it dude. you're having fun that's why and when you're having fun time flies by and then you go like oh man how many yeah. fit in my workout? Dude, like, like, let me and, give you an example. So like yesterday, and this is where I see, I should, what I should, I should have like yesterday, for example, done is I should have said, nope, my, I got to get my workout, my workout, my shit in order. Then I'll go back to businessy work. But I like, I was gonna, I was, I was real busy with, I had a ton of DMs and messages and emails and a bunch of people calls I had to make and consultations I had to, to schedule and all this shit. And next thing, and I, and I had a, some time before my next client. So I just basically put my head down with my computer and I, dude, I can't tell you how many calls I hopped on messages. I replied to and appointments. I scheduled and consult calls. I made, I, I made and scheduled next thing I know it's seven o'clock at night. 
And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I never trained legs today. Like, uh, you know, and and I, I, I just noticed it's some, uh, something, a paradigm I have to start changing is really putting my stuff first because and every, every, every mentor of mine has always told me if I don't put m- my shit first, I can't help anybody else. Yeah, totally. And I, my mentors say that too, but I, I have something to add with that. Uh, recently, I did a gratitude challenge for 30 days, right? And I go like, I'm, for 30 days, I'm going to write down what I'm grateful for, three things I'm grateful for every single day for 30 days. So I'm like on this thing, I'm on Instagram, I'm on all my social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I'm posting uh, what I'm grateful for at the end of the day, every, every day for, th- for 30 days. And then in the middle of the challenge, I had to go to my my brother-in-law my brother-in-law's bachelor party and I wasn't able to post as much af- after that so it, it's so like it's like oh you have 30 days right I said I'm going to commit to 30 days and post but then I missed a few days and then I realized hey you know the world the world didn't end the the challenge can yep. still go on I can just pick up where you left off so no matter what, if you miss a workout, as long as you're doing what you love and you're creating and you're all, it's all going towards that, that one goal, which is your, I call it the end game. You have to, you have to identify your end game in your life where you want to be. So working out, you can, there's seven days in the week, mm-hmm. right? You got to just, you just got to get your workout in three, whatever, however, however many days in your program, mine is four days. So I go like, the week starts on Monday, ends on Sunday. I just this past week alone, I took three days off because man, I I hit a PR on my deadlift. I hit five forty five for an easy easy three or four. I forget already. <laughs> I was just upgrading, <laughs> and then and then I took three days off just because like man, you know what? I want to rest because I did some work this past strength cycle, but now I'm I'm I I got four days to get my workout in, and I have four workouts to do. So knowing that it's like, it's just like, it's just like, um, being in a calorie deficit, right? You know, that if you're, you always got to be in a deficit, you can be in deficit every day, or you can eat in a surplus one day and then balance out in the next few days. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just like that. It's, it's amazing. You just got to know, and you got to accept the fact that the world won't end. And, and, and you're learning, you're learning that too. It seems like you're, you're, you're enlightened with that too. So that's good. So you you don't gotta you don't gotta worry like oh, I gotta do everything. You just gotta do the things that are important, and you know you got another right, day. Right. Well, and the other thing, I had a, uh, another. I have a, I have a few. Like I, I got like three or four or five major mentors in my life that I actually reach out and get help from and adhere to what their suggestions are, um, which yeah. I think is massively important when you're trying to be successful in anything. But um, well, shoot, I mean we're, we're coaches, man. That's what that's what people bring us on board for because the best, even the best in the world yeah. have coaches. But uh, he was yeah. telling me, similar to, it's funny you mentioned it, just what you were saying with uh, understanding the end game and the big picture, because I get, like, for me, for example, I get so caught up in, like, uh, working, working, building my business, building Hamilton Train, helping people, helping people, helping people, helping people. So I'll be in, like, an awesome situation, and I, and I almost don't see it. My wife is amazing. She, uh, she'll, she very nicely um, will be like, listen, look where things are at. You're literally living your dream right now. Like 
one of the biggest things that I wanted to be able to do is I wanted to be completely my own boss, completely self-employed with a global brand that operates all around the world and helps people in different countries all over, literally all over the globe and the, the different facets of that. And I'm so caught up in, in like building, 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 building. And then my buddies are literally like, dude, you're, you're there. Like I'm, it's not yeah. the scale I'm, I'm at yet. Like I want to be one of the best coaches in the world, but, uh, and I know, and I know I'll get there, but like, the, but like the almost like stop and smell the roses kind of thing where they're like, dude, you still got to respect the fact that you have clients in different countries and you have stuff all over the world right now. It's, I'm sure it's the same thing with you. You're so caught up and you'll get caught up in building um, San Jose barbell, build, 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 build. Then before you know it, you're like, dude, I got my own, like, this is cool. You know, we got a whole culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's uh, and you know it's great because you bring up your friends, your buddies, and your wife. That's that's the same for me. Recently, like my wife goes like, "Wow, you you know people, you're doing your vlogs, you're 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 on podcasts," and I'm like, "Yeah," she's like, she's not used <laughs> to that because, like I said, I'm uncomfortable with that. But I just now I just accept like I need to do it to help more yep. people, and both are we're in the same boat. We want to help more people. We have we have we have quite a similar goal. Mine is obviously I want to have a world record deadlift, but I want to help people get strong for along sure. the way. And then, and then like for me, I can just put my head down and I can just execute without even having to do anything else. I'm like that guy that can eat the same food every day and not complain. Yep. Like you, the perfect perfect diet nutrition clients. <laughs> <laughs> So do you, that's why we have, but then people, most people aren't wired that way. See, mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's why, that's why it's practicing gratitude. That's a huge thing, man. It's definitely a huge thing because when you practice uh, gratitude, like intent, in, uh, intentionally, that's going to be something that will push you to the next level. Cause like me, when I practice gratitude, it pushed me to the next level of like, Oh, I got to do this now. I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but I got to do it because I, I'm trying to chase growth. You want to always move 100%. forward in life, right? Yeah. So it's it's great. I, I see what you're doing too, dude. It's no joke. You're I appreciate doing great, that, man. man. I it's appreciate like a, that. I mean, I know. I mean, you look at our circle, dude. Like our, our little circle. We have who who do we got? We got me, you. We got Chris Pearson, Rambeer. We got Sarah Duff. Yep. Right? Man, we got, we got Sam. I don't know who else. There's... There's so many people in our circle, but in that circle alone right there, it's just, we're, we just work. We just work. Well, and what's crazy is like, I'm huge into like, I'm the biggest believer. Like I'm a man of faith. I'm the biggest believer in like, we attract certain people and certain things into our lives and certain opportunities and all that stuff. Um, Especially in line with the practicing daily gratitude uh, and things like that, because that completely changes the vibration you're in and what you are in harmony with. It's, um, it, it's, oh, it's yeah. nuts because like shoot dude one year ago I would never have thought my position I'm, I would not be in the position I'm at right now I, and I bet it's the same thing for you if you would have looked from where you're at right now one or two years ago you would have had no idea you wouldn't couldn't even fathom where you're at right now no you know I like even like uh, I've been competing only in powerlifting for two years and I and I, I have my eyes on a world record the, the funniest thing happened man when you, when we when you work so hard you for, you forget how close you are to your goal already and you feel like it's so yeah. far but you've already covered so much ground 
an, an example that I just had recently was on my first podcast, I, I, had, um, I had a question and he asked me, dude, how close are you to the world record? The world record that I want, which is the most popular world record, is 718 pounds currently on the deadlift at 165 pounds body weight. So I'm like 100 pounds away from that. But there's another world record in the current powerlifting federation that I'm in, and I'm only 20 pounds no away shit. from it. And I'm like, dude, I just found that out. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, so, so I'm like, I'm already, I'm already on, on point to set a world record this year, but I want, what I want is the, the actual world record where no one has ever break, like, like set it. And that's 718. The one that's, uh, that's set right now in my federation is 622. That's, so, that's crazy, dude. I'm only like, yeah, it's a given. It's going to, it's going to happen. My next competition is September. I'm just. I'm just biding my time. Yep. Dude, have you ever uh, thought about like, so I'm not like, I don't classify myself as like a power lifter. Um, I'm actually really not anything specifically, but like I've always been drawn more to bodybuilding. Like I, like I follow the sport. I could tell you like all the top guys, my, my workouts are very bodybuilding style splits. Um, but I, I still follow like strongmen and powerlifting. Um, did you see uh, some of the, like the world records that were set uh, over at the Arnold Classic this year? Oh, dude, I saw it. Well, it was here's crazy. Here's what to think about. Like, you're, so your deadlift is in the uh, is 600 right now? Is it yep. weird to think about your uh, – how much do you weigh, 165? Is yeah, it weird to think about that you're 165 deadlifting 600 pounds when you got guys that are uh, 400 pounds, like Brian Shaw and Thor and those big boys, and they're, and they're hitting barely over 1,000? Yeah, like it is. It's ridiculous. to bring perspective into picture. You're 165 pounds, and you're over halfway to what they're doing. And these guys are like six eight, seven feet tall, 450 pounds, and deadlifting barely a thousand. Yeah. Like to bring things in perspective, yeah. that's just fucking nuts. It is. It is. It is nuts. But me and you, like going back to that discussion, like we work so hard, we don't even care. Like we don't care. Like, it's like, we just want to keep working hard because that's what we love to do. Just, I, I just said world record, but I, I really just love lifting shit. Yeah, up before, I love it, man. <laughs> and, and you bring up a great subject. I love, what's the, mo one of the most powerful feelings is walking into a room and knowing that I could deadlift anyone, uh, like I could deadlift more than anyone here yep. right now. Like any before, any, any, in fact, like I go to 24 hours to do some accessories and stuff. Uh, cause I like the machines there as well. Cause Jordan has me like doing some bodybuilding movements as well. Mm -hmm. And I, and I want to someday do, do like this viral video where I just like cover up and be in baggy clothes and, and then tell people, you know, Hey, I have this charity. I'm I want to create a charity, like a charity fundraiser or a fundraiser for a charity, any charity and like challenge people be like, Hey, if you can lift this deadlift bar, you know? I'll, and and I can't lift it. I'll, I'll get. I'll give you twenty bucks, or something like that. And I just want. <laughs> I just awesome. want to. You know. You know. Those, those disguise like people. Like you know that when people are like an old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. I want to do awesome. something like that. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, did you see the I'm video? To... Somebody did something like that, not for money, just to fuck with them at Venice. Did you see that video? No. Which so one? Is somebody this one? did that. Somebody dressed up. Some. Uh, some dude that can like, like strong as fuck went went and uh, went to Venice Beach 
like where Arnold trained. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that was like, uh, like an old. Fuck. He did Olympic yeah. lifting. Yeah, he did Olympic lifting. He did like a snatch. Yeah, he stuff. was doing like these three or four hundred pound snatches or or uh, clean the front squats and these big boy moves. And you got these jacked ass mu- muscle heads. They're like, oh fuck you, bud. Let's see you do it. And he does it like he's doing like one arm snatches and shit. Like he was nuts. <laughs> yeah, I wanted. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do, man. I would love to do something like that and set something that's up. That's awesome. It's in the, it's in the works. That's kick ass, man. Next, I, I swear, whenever I come come back to the Bay Area, I'm gonna have to swing by. Yeah, please, please, so, please. Have uh, have you always been in Indiana? Say that again. Have you always been in? Have you always lived yep, in Indiana? I've been born and raised here, man. Uh, it's like in the middle of a big fucking cornfield. Um, <laughs> it's it's weird because it's weird because I've been finding out more people coming from Indiana. Like a couple of my students are from Indiana. It's so funny. It's so yeah. Funny. Well, no. Um, so my dude, that's the thing. My whole family's here. Like that's why I've always been born and raised here. Um, what's crazy yeah. though is like I've traveled, but what's interesting is I've traveled more than any person in my family. Like my family was really um, never really got out, did a whole lot. They just did their thing. Um, I'm kind of, I don't know. My I'm kind. My shit's kind of. Uh, I don't know uh, how you put it. Um, I don't want to say I've been like kind of the black sheep because my family was never like. Uh, it's not that makes it sound really bad. Uh, I've always been like always trying to do more and more and more. Like uh, I don't know if you know kind of my story, uh, dude. I was like an, I was uh, homeschooled my whole life. I was uh, it took I was kind of undereducated and homeschooled K through twelve. Uh, I never uh, until like college I'd never seen the inside of a a classroom at like a public school. And then my college I went to was a community college, and it still took me four years to get a degree. Wow, how, how was that for you? Fucking twisted. Well, you know that's one of the important things actually to consider when having a kid it's like man we're the you know want to have kids starting next year uh and we're we're thinking about like which school school district for our kids and it's like yeah i'm at i'm to the point where i want to homeschool my kids say that again I'm at that point where I'm considering homeschooling my kid as well. It's, I mean, I can tell you from experience, it's all in how you do it. Like, I mean, I've even heard statistically homeschool kids get better grades than public school, but it's all how you do it. Like, I wouldn't go back and trade anything just because it's because of that. My, my, my childhood is because is I'm where I am today. Actually, I think I, I attribute a lot of my success to that because um, I do, when it came, came to my education and learning and then being able to apply what I've learned, it was fucking hard. Because I mean, shoot, going into college, yeah. having to drive, dude. I'm I'm not even kidding. I went to a community college just because I could afford it, and it was a community college. It took me four years to get a two year degree, and I dropped a class every single semester because I couldn't handle it. Um, I've never been very good at traditional, like normal education. So for me to learn anything, I had to go dig deep on my own. So I become really early on really self reliant. Um, like my like growing up that's just how it was for me to really learn anything. Um, I just had to get my hands dirty and dive into it. So then when I decide I don't like working in the corporate world and having a boss and I want to do my own thing, but then I have to go learn a bunch of shit and then be able to apply it and change people's lives without hurting them. It's, you know, I attribute a lot of my ability to do that from not knowing anything. So I, cause I didn't have any choice. So, so you went so you went from a corporate job to what you're doing now yeah like so i i never had like i should put i never had a like i went so basically my jobs i worked my first job was i was a pizza delivery driver 
fucking horrible. Yeah, uh, pizza. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a pizza delivery driver. And then I went, but then when I went to school, I was started to study some of this. I studied kinesiology or the, started getting into muscles and, bo- and bodies and shit like that. And I really liked it because the martial arts and that's what made me fall in love with things like biomechanics and how the body works and fitness and that kind of thing. So I did that till I was about 18. And that was actually, I should take that back. That was actually my first job. I got brought on as an assistant instructor at that martial arts school. So early on, I was working with adults and kids and teaching fucking classes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I think because when people find out I was homeschooled and I'm not scared of light and I can look people in the eye and have intelligent conversations, they're like, oh, no shit. (laughs) So I think a lot of that had to, (laughs) yeah. I think a lot of that had to do with because me at such a young age, I would, dude, I'm, I was at 15 teaching 30 to 50 person classes on how to kick and punch shit, like working with as little as six and as old as like 80. And I had to learn to communicate and I had to learn to teach and um, work with people. And like, you got adults looking at the young kid for advice and help. So I think that helped. I did that for like three years and then uh, went to school and while I was in school, uh, one, of my, one of my classes was basically like a personal trainer class. So I got my certifications and all that mess. And so it just made logical sense. I'm like, dude, I got this certification. I can make 20 bucks an hour on my own time working for like YMCA's and university in the university gym. So I'm like, fuck, why not? Because it's an easy gig in, in school. And then one thing led yeah. to another and I got struck because I've always been kind of an entrepreneur. Like I started my first business when I was 15 teaching kids how to play drums. Um, so I've always been kind of entrepreneurial in general, but then when I think, then when I put that with fitness and helping people, it was over. And that's when I started building Hamilton train and now it's where it's at. That's awesome, man. I, I haven't met other than Jordan because Jordan started training people yeah, when yeah. he was like 15 as well. He, he was making his, his hobby he has a sick mind. His hobby was to make personal training programs for imaginary clients. That's imaginary fucked up. Clients. Just being honest, that's fucked up. <laughs> but hey, man. he's Yeah, no kidding. Look where he's at now. He's doing crazy. Yeah. But for me, dude, I started, I was in the IT industry since 19, Damn. age 19, all the way until 26. So from 19 to 26, I had a career in managing engineering labs for small corporations we're talking about like in the tech industry like uh there was one corporation that i worked for had like over over thirty thousand employees and then i went all the way down from thirty thousand employees to like ten thousand. and then my last my last corporate job was uh surrounding myself with engineers of like 500 and then at this is this was my tipping point and why i pushed ranbeer to open the gym is one one month, like when I, in my 25th birthday, I believe, um, that was December. So from this, the, from the whole month of December, we're building out labs and I'm in charge of making sure the labs, the engineering labs get built out. And then at the end of the, at the end of the month, I, I like 30 days, you got to tell people like, Hey, we got to wake up at 5am and then work until midnight every uh- day for 30 days. Through my birthday, which was the 18th, through Christmas, through New Year's. So at the end of that, I thought like, you know, yeah, you know, everyone's going to be happy. It's going to be an awesome thing, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of that, nothing happened. No thanks, no gratitude. And I was like, you know what? I woke up one day after that and I was like, 
I shouldn't, no one in their right mind should ever be waking up and going like, fuck, I got to go to work yeah. today. Like, damn. I hated that feeling. So from that moment on, I decided that I will always chase something that I love to do or love, right? Yep. Chase your passion, chase your heart and make it work and work hard doing that. At least, at least you'll be, like you said, living the dream. And when re, uh, I tell, I tell this to my employees, you know, when I go to sleep, I dream of waking up in my dream. I dream of waking up, going to work and seeing every, everyone, all my employees are in my dream and like saying, you know, we're just doing our work, doing our job. We're coaching, running, running errands and stuff for the business. So I'm literally telling them I'm, I'm literally li living my dream, man. Cause that's, <laughs> I go to sleep. I'm working, I'm working still creating content. Yep. Amazing. 100% man. Well, that's the thing, dude, is um, that's one of the big reasons why I do what I do is because I hate people struggling and suffering, like in the same way that that you don't think any yep. like, well, I like and I'm, I agree with you. There is no reason anyone should ever wake up and go, I hate my fucking life. I hate my fucking job. I hate my fucking yep. wife or whatever. Like in, in this day and yep. age, there's I, I honestly feel like there's no reason to do that. You know, that's in, in the same yeah. fashion. I see people every day wake up and say, I hate the way I look and feel. I hate the way I oh, feel dude. around my wife. I don't want to go get in a swimsuit. It's, it's so common what you just said, you know, all of those topics. And people think it's not common. That's why they keep it to themselves. And they then and then they just go through it because people go like, you know, this this is not normal. It's gonna it's gonna change for the better. It will just happen. Mm -hmm. Right? Because no one shares that. No one it's not shared yeah. enough because on social media, what's shared is all the healthy yep. things. Yeah. So that's, it's like, we, it's like most people live in a dream world or in a nightmare that's disguised as a dream world. Yeah. Well, I think what people is forget is, and this is what I made a post about this. and I, I get fired up talking about it is everything is fucking hard. I'm like, dude, people, people always whine, bitch and complain whether they're open up a business, trying to have a good marriage, trying to change their physique trying to get a world record deadlift like your case it's fucking hard like n like like yeah. being broke it's like people say oh well oh, like being rich is hard well so is uh, being fucking broke uh i oh, i have yeah. so like i have an amazing wife my wife is literally like a straight gift from god like I, I i tell people everybody like in all seriousness she makes being married easy like i see people who have terrible marriages or they work like I still work hard to make my marriage amazing, but my wife makes it super fucking easy. Like she wants me to chase my dreams and she pushes me and she's okay with us being uncomfortable and go, and all this crazy. She's cool with me working crazy hours. Like she makes it fucking easy, yeah. but it's still hard having a great marriage, but it's also hard. I couldn't imagine how hard it would be having a horrible marriage. People, people oh, yeah. say, Oh, it's too hard eating right. And too hard working out. And I'm like, dude, have you ever been fucking fat and, and, and can't play with your kids that seems pretty fucking hard too like everything's yep. hard man that's what i always tell everybody pick your hard it's hard being rich but yeah. it's hard being broke it's hard having a good marriage but it's also really fucking hard having a bad one it's hard being in yeah. shape but it's really hard being a fat piece of shit so pick your hard <laughs> it's funny it's funny because i have a, an example of that from just from last night because people go like I, I coach a, uh, I exclusively coach a powerlifting team here in San Jose Barbell in our gym. And we're getting ready for a meet uh, in three weeks, actually. And they're going to kill it. Uh, and then they go like, yeah, yeah, coach, can't wait to have like, can't wait to have a 600 pound deadlift like you. And I'm like, hey, that's great and all. But you got to understand, 
it doesn't get easy. It doesn't yeah. get easy. <laughs> so I showed a couple of my students how it is to train like me. Like, all right, you're gonna, I'm gonna give you a sneak peek of what Jordan train, how Jordan <laughs> trains me. This is what you're gonna do. Just you're gonna do exactly what I do. They went through it all last night, and they're like, Coach, this is a whole different level. I'm like, Yeah, man, it is. It totally <laughs> is. But it's not. It's not meant for everyone. And I'm training this way because my goal is to be a to have a world record deadlift. My my two students were saying were saying to me like, Coach, are you trying to kill us? Are you trying to the whole <laughs> session? They're like, are you trying to kill us? I'm like, no. You guys want to find out how what it is, right? This is this is what you got to get strapped for. And then at the end of the session, they go like, it gets easier though, right? And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It gets it's if anything, you have to work harder. You just you just get used to working yep. harder, and it's, it's like your pain tolerance or your tolerance for for doing more work. It, your work capacity. It's increases. your new normal. Yeah, it's your new normal. People will look at you and they're gonna they're gonna be like, "Dude, you're crazy," but no, you if your goal is important to you, you got to do some crazy things, and especially if you're doing things that no one's ev- like no one's ever done, like. Having a coaching worldwide, having Hamilton trained worldwide, that's a that's no easy feat, my friend. That's gonna take a lot yeah, of work. Fucking, yeah. What well that's the crazy thing. Even like like coming like me saying it, saying this, it's a lot fucking harder than I thought it would be. Right? And I guarantee you, <laughs> you're going for a world record deadlift. And even let's actually even taking it uh, a different route, business. I bet opening uh West Side or not West Side, um, I'm uh, open up San Jose Barbell was a lot harder than you thought it'd be. Oh yeah, see oh, that yeah. and dude, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, um, don't get me wrong, I love the guy. The because so um, my in person shit, I subcontract out of another gym, pay them their rent, I build my business, and they stay the fuck out of my business. That's kind of how it works, and it's pretty cool. Uh, because yeah. I, I just hate. I, I've worked in the corporate system, making twelve dollars an hour as a trainer. I, it's fucking horrible. Um, but yeah. everybody around me is like, dude, open up a gym, open up a Hamilton Train gym, open up a Hamilton Train Center, or whatever. And my thing is like, I keep going back and forth is like, I would love to, but I'm, my big passion is working with people. All I want to do is help people and change lives and work with people. And I'm afraid if I went and opened up a business, like a, like a brick and mortar gym, I'd I'd end up being playing manager owner and not be training people and working with people. Yeah, no, that's, that's something that uh, my partner and I have thought about a lot, like. we have to obviously the responsibility falls upon the business owner to make sure the business stays afloat right but we 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 genuinely love coaching man we genuinely love coaching so even ranbeer he goes like i gotta coach i gotta coach no matter what just give me an hour (laughs) he goes like it's so funny but you're right you're you're a smart man you you have to take into consideration when you do open up a business it is your responsibility that you're to make sure your employees get paid you have jobs and as an owner this is a great thing too because you're a creator uh-huh. right hamilton likes creating content as a business owner creating a business your sole responsibility is to create jobs that's that's the yep. next thing so create jobs make it open hire someone get them paid that's it that's great now the goal is to make to make sure the people who are in those jobs do their job well then you have right. a great business do you yeah do you um do you follow any other like businessy people and podcasts and stuff i man i it's dangerous for me to follow to follow people and read books because when i when i do that 
I get into it so much. Like I'll, I'll binge, I'll binge on information and then I'll immediately implement. <laughs> so I, I've learned, I'm not, I know it's funny. It sounds funny. It sounds weird, but it's dangerous because like Rambier, he always tells me like, all right, I, I need you to just read this book because he knows if I, if I, if I get a, my hands on another book, he knows that it'll be implemented immediately and it'll be crazy. Yeah, it'll be like chaos. Awesome. So, so, so that's the thing. Rambier's my eyes and ears and making sure that I am streamlined because I get tunnel vision on everything. So I don't, so that's the thing. That's the thing. I follow very few people like Jordan's one of them. You're one of them. Like it's our circle. And I'm, when you surround yourself with just, to me, this is what I think. If you surround yourself with a very focused circle, right? You get a lot more things done. And it's your, it's, it's this thing, you know, the RAS, like yep. your vision, your mind focused on it and that's that's why i do that's that. awesome man so when people so when people ask me like oh do you know this do you know that I'm like uh not really because i just put my head down and just that's do right work. man i love it i love it yeah so yeah i keep kind of going back and forth like part of me wants i think part of me would love owning the gym and doing that but then I, part of me i keep going back and forth i'm like Man, I, like that, that's the thing is I, my, my wicked passion and why I feel like I'm on this earth is to coach people. Like I, I, have, I yeah. have really good skills with communicating and working with people and meeting people where they're at um, and teaching. Like I'm naturally a teacher. Um, yeah. And that, that's the thing is my, my focus has kind of lately shifted business-wise and where I'm targeting. Because before, so in big, big, like my big goals, I'm, I want to be literally one of the best coaches in the world. Like one of the most sought that's after – amazing coaches in the world that's the current objective i'm working with and in my mind i in i didn't mind working with uh pro athletes uh major major players in in the athletic world whether it be bodybuilders powerlifters pro sport players like these big 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 dudes but lately my focus is kind of starting to change and i almost feel like i need to basically go help eight million or eight billion people that's so Like, like I basically, I think me wanting to work with some of these like top performers in the world is kind of, is, is selfish is the selfish side of me that wants to just coach really fucking cool people. But um, (laughs) just being completely honest, I think that's kind of, that's the selfish side of it wants to do that just because I, I I love coaching really cool fucking people. But part of me sees a bigger issue and I feel, I feel more drawn lately to literally help 8 billion people on the planet, on planet earth. Yeah. Well, because you at the start of this podcast session, you 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 said you want to help. You, your goal yep. is to help people. So if you, the more people you help, the the more opportunity for you to achieve mm-hmm. your goal. So it's next for you to increase that number, right? And go with the general like general. Right. Population. Well, like dude, that's, even to this day, so I've I've coached hundreds and hundreds. I can't even tell you how many people I've coached in my career all over the world, which is awesome. But literally there's a, a handful of success stories that like have trumped all of them. Literally to this day, this happened like, I don't know, fucking three years ago, maybe um, she was an in-person client. I actually still work with her to this day. Um, one of the best testimonials I've ever heard, like it nearly makes me emotional talking about it was I had a grandma say, dude, I, she said, Jared, I can finally get on my hands and knees and play with my grandbabies again. Like, oh, yeah, that's like that hits home with me more than working with the best fucking people in the world, because that right there is life changing. You can't put a price tag on that. Like, like, so that that's why lately my my focus has been shifting more to basically changing eight billion lives. That's kind of that's been 
more my focus lately versus like, oh, coaching the best people in the world. So, yeah, you know, you know, we that again, we have similar goals in that regard. We, we do want to help people. We're in the business of helping people as much as we can. And you know what I realized? Yes, I love coaching in person as well. Um, as I love it. I really do. I genuinely love seeing people achieve what they think is not possible. And I'm part of that. That's nothing but right. that to me. That's what I um, and I'm, I was thinking about it more in terms of advice, like how can we help more people? Yes, we can produce content, right? Yes, we can produce um, uh, we can open a gym uh, to, to help more people. But what it comes down to what and chime in on this, wouldn't it be wouldn't it help us achieve our goal faster if we trained people to train or train other people, coaches to coach like us that's amazing dude that's it's just that's just duplication right there if i could like if i could yeah. clone Jer- a jared and then clone that jared yeah. and clone that jared like it sucks yeah. for the world but like yeah that, that exactly that, <laughs> that <laughs> it does not suck for the world Come but, on. But like like but like that's the thing is like that's that's the whole goal if you look at the best businesses in the, in the world is duplication it's not what works it's what's duplicatable yeah. that's 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 all leadership is yeah you know, if you think about what leadership is, it's like, cool, yeah, if I can do my thing and I get success from it, but if I can't teach that yeah. and du- make it duplicatable, it's worthless. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm at. Like, where do you, how do you do that? Like, I've always asked people, like, how, how do you even start to do that? That's the thing. It's tough to find another Jared Hubbard. The, the, right? Very hard. It's, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm very, very lucky to have a business partner that's like we think pretty much we think pretty much similarly. I know, but we have different, different strengths. That's the thing. So it's we it's just we work well together. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. It's just finding more of us. That's why like we have that circle, you know, a circle uh, in our business group yep. and everything. We have that circle, and we surround ourselves with each other. But if only we could figure out a way to duplicate. That's, that's where I'm at. I want you to help me figure that out, Jared. For help sure, me figure dude. that out. Well, and that's, and that's the thing, dude. I think part of it is uh, an attraction thing. I think, you like, dude, like attracts like. Like, uh, in, in, especially in things of, like, core values. That's um, one of the guys that I follow all the time and I listen to is Andy Frisella. Um, I don't know if you – have you heard of him at all? It'd be badass no. if he fucking heard this. He, uh, he, he has an amazing story, and it'd be cool if he – fucking heard me give him a shout out but he uh he basically he owns a lot of businesses in the in the fitness and supplement world but the dude has the best tactical business advice i've ever heard in the world um he owns like first form and a few other like major supplement brands but he um he he talks about a lot core values like that's one of the things that builds a culture and that makes things duplicatable is you can't get away from your core values. What and, and, and it's almost asking if you go to any business and say, "What are your like top seven core values?" And most people go, "Uh," versus <laughs> like a, a difference would be literally like having if they were plastered on your wall. You know, especially when you're trying to duplicate leaders. Well, what are your leadership core values? You know, and things like that that I think will really help with duplicate. But I think part of it is um, what we attract. You know, it's we that like dude. There's I don't think it's an accident. You and I are on the phone today. Like, like if you're like even thinking about like literally how on how on planet Earth did you and I get each other's names and end up talking? It just happened. Like we are really similar, yeah. and we and I I believe in that you attract certain people and things into your life. I think that's why 
I'm working with Jordan. And while you're working with Jordan, hey, guess who is on a podcast together? Like, you know? Yeah. He'll, be, he'll, he'll be stoked to hear that. Word. Yeah, 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 for he'll sure. Here's, here's, have you ever <laughs> met Jordan in person? Oh, dude, well, he comes by and we're not allowed to tell people that he comes That's by. That's funny. <laughs> and I told you, this was like the first thing I said, because um, I've been working with Jordan for like a year. Uh, and yeah. but I've never met him in person until uh, last week or the week before, whatever it was. First thing I, first oh, okay. thing I said, dude, you are so much shorter person. <laughs> that motherfucker is like a midget. Like, dude, it's yeah. it, and I, and that's saying and that's that's the thing, dude. I'm short. Like people tell me short jokes all the time that they go right over my head. Get it? Um, like, like I'm, I'm a, like, dude, my inseam is 25 inches. Like, I'm not a tall person, but the fact that I was like a head above that motherfucker was ridiculous and i was like dude <laughs> holy shit you're so much shorter than i thought you'd be <laughs> i'm so cracking up at yeah. this right now you know yeah yeah he is but no, i, I, but I love I that never, dude like a brother never man. Say he, that. He, oh dude i i love him too i wouldn't say it in front of his face because i know he can kick oh, my yeah. ass i can lift 600 pounds but that's my coach and he's gonna kick my yeah, ass yeah, yeah. i feel you dude well but, well see that's the thing is if i I wouldn't say that unless I would say it with him right in front of me. So hence why I looked at him in his fucking eyes and said, holy shit, dude, you're short as fuck. Like, <laughs> no, I love Jordan like a brother. He's, he's helped me out a lot. Yeah. He's amazing. So, yeah. But and then he, he gives the best massages. He gives Does he? I haven't ever had a Syatt massage. Oh man. You gotta, you gotta ask for it, man. You gotta ask for it. That's funny. He's got strong hands. Well, he well when you can pull what you guys pull, your hands got to be a little bit strong. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Shit. That's awesome, man. Well, I do. I think we. I think. Uh, I think we've had some had some good conversations, some good content. I think a, a few people maybe will get some value yeah. out of it too. So. I have a. I want one. I, I got a of couple course. questions for you, if you don't. Um, I would love to know what I always ask this, right? The success that you have in creating content. And I know coaches out there, aspiring coaches, people who are also building their brand and their content. What is like the number one, like if you could pick out one thing, what helps you blow up? Like to get more exposure, right? To more reach. How do you reach That's more people? What That's an amazing question. Um, I'm really glad you asked that. There's a couple of things, and for, for me at least. Um, one, number one, give a shit. Like, literally, I think that's once one of the big things. Like, even though we all do and put food on the table, like, we just choose the avenues of helping people to do it. So, like, the only way I get what I want is if I help you get what you want, you know, that kind of thing. So, on, but yeah. my number one is give a shit. But honestly, that still doesn't always, you know, that's just a piece of the puzzle in terms of getting exposure, um, getting clients, uh, getting followers, more engagement, whatever you want to call it, cre just creating content. The only is this, the only reason people will ever pay money ever is to solve a problem. Every single piece of content I create, everything I say and do is all revolved around solving problems. I'll even tell my, like, you could even ask my wife. Cause when I'm like hit a stump, like a, like a mental block with trying to create content, I say, Shelby, what's one of the biggest problems you, you know of that when it comes to fat loss? Or, hey, what's, what's one of the biggest problems for here? Or, like, if I'm going to create, like, let's say I do a seminar here at my local gym. 
I'm thinking, what are the biggest, baddest, nastiest problems that pe- that stop people from achieving their goals? And then I create content around it. That's what, or I create a program around it or whatever. When I'm creating, I create it all around the biggest, nastiest, most common problems that stop people. That's awesome. I mean, th- think about it. What's the whole reason people ever pay you a dollar? They have a problem they have to solve. They yeah. want to get they're, they're not as strong as they want to be. They're they're out of shape. They need help. They, they have a problem, right? Yeah. And so that's that's really what I revolve resolve everything revolve everything around me doing is solving problems. That's awesome. That's thank you for <laughs> answering that. That's, that's I ask because we bring in a lot of uh, uh, we try to bring in as many professionals as we can all over the world. Like we had Mike Nelson no come shit. over. Uh, yeah, he, he's a he's an awesome guy, dude. I mean, we just had Susan come in. Jordan obviously came in. We had David Delanave and Jen Sinclair. I don't, if you know those That's guys. Awesome from a movement in Minneapolis That's- like and we asked questions so it's great it's everyone's you always learn something new there's always something new to to be learned uh every profession for sure what about you yeah that's all thank you what, what's your what, what's your answer what? to that question <laughs> like if i ask that question the like, number one like, thing like, that- like i'm asking that question to you now what, what what's your answer to that I'm I love I'm a simple man and I make things like I I love answering just in simple words and I make it as simple as possible like how can you get strong uh just lift weights right so my my question to you was like how do you reach more people right once you start something once you start work on something like creating content you're starting this thing called momentum yep. right just don't stop don't stop 100% man don't stop and then, you know, if you post the day, like if you post every day, don't stop posting. And then people always ask, how do you get, you know, yeah, get more followers, get more, get more people to talk about uh, or uh, get more people to resonate with you. Right. And that, that's what that's what you need um, to do to help more people is to have them resonate with you, to help them know that you understand what they're going through. So you need to make sure that you stay consistent in what you're doing just like working out i always compare everything to working out that's awesome man consistency over intensity every single day oh yeah of course nothing beats that and people go like it's that simple it's that simple i'm like yeah it totally is it totally is and actually to to tag along to that is if you look at uh, the most successful in every single industry possible even let's say talk about quantum physics, something I have no idea about, and I couldn't even begin to tell you anything in the realm of quantum physics. But there, <laughs> but that's the thing: if someone who's an expert in quantum physics could explain it in terms that a five-year-old would get, I can explain fat loss to a five-year-old. Hey, you eat this much, you have to start eating less than that to to do anything. Oh, that makes sense. Like you know, uh, if, if things aren't always easy, this is what I tell people, especially in the fat loss world and muscle building world, is it's not always easy, but it should be always simple. Complexity is what people use to sell shit. You know, yeah. that's why I tell yeah. people is every everything isn't always easy, but it it should be simple. Yep, that's awesome. Thank you, man. I I really appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. I was I'm super glad that we actually got to meet and talk and hop on the phone. And we're I'm definitely gonna like start bugging you now and keep in contact. I got your number, so <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Do. I I'm hoping that that uh that Instagram meetup happens. That that would dope. be amazing. Like I feel like we should like. Even if it doesn't like organically happen, I feel like we should all be like, all right, August 25th, think we're meeting at 
San Jose barbell and lifting <laughs> or something. There you go. No, Rambier's Castle, I'm telling you. That's Rambier's awesome, dude. Is it like a legitimate castle? Or like what? <laughs> you, everyone always asks that. Yes, it is. And then they go like, no way. No way. And then when you see it, you'll see it. That's badass, bro. <laughs> so, awesome, man. Well, uh, thank you so much for getting on here. Uh, I'll be sure and uh, uh, I'll see. I'll, tr- I'll uh, finish up on some stuff and hopefully publish this today. So, sounds awesome, good, brother. All right. Thank you you so much, guys, once again for listening into the podcast. I know this was a long one, but I know you guys got some value from it. If you can, be sure and share this and give it a a good rating of what you think of the podcast. It means a lot to me. I'll be coming at you soon with some more episodes. Thanks again.